Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I am your host, Scott White. My friends from the North, they're on my show. <laughs> and a Star Wars character. I don't... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we, we're on Skype and all of a sudden... Uh, what's her name? <laughs> Queen Amidala. <laughs> yeah, Queen Amidala popped up. Sorry. <laughs> well, so, but that's sort of, that's not out of the the realm not of really what not. we're going to be talking about. It's rather on so, point. But introduce yourselves, gentlemen. I'm Derek. And I'm Mean Mark. From the Canadian Movie Crew. And we're going to talk about a Simpsons episode whose name I forgot to write down. Dad, the Dad's Feeling Limited. Now available on Disney Plus, I found out. All 35 seasons are there. Yep. I was going to address that uh, when we get to it, but yes, but Dan does a voice on The Simpsons, so that's why we're talking about this. So when did you guys first start watching The Simpsons? Let me ask you that. Right at the beginning. Or if you, if you did. Yeah, like season one kind of deal. Oh yeah, season one, it, season two. After the Tracy Ullman show really uh, brought it to the fore and it got its own series, it was the talk of any town. Oh, yes. uh, any water cooler schools schools really I was in school at the time so kids were talking about have you seen this new cartoon it's on Sunday nights I'm like um, cartoons are on Saturday mornings what what did... yeah that was back back when cartoons were on Saturday morning mm-hmm. and then sometimes after school but then I I watched you know an episode uh, I think season one maybe two very very early on and holy cow I mean. Yeah, I, I was hooked for for years. I it was appointment television that I did my best not to miss. Now the next question: When did you stop watching the Simpsons? <laughs> uh, sometime around the time I got married, <laughs> at least regularly. And then I came back to it for a little while. And yeah, I I don't know. There just came a point. I I, I couldn't tell you exactly. It just sort of faded away. I was later That's than it. most it just came people. To, it just came a point where I stopped watching, yeah. I came, I, I watched a lot further than a lot more people did, because I hear people stopped around season 9, season 10. Um, I think I stopped around 15 or 16. Yeah, I, I, I think so 
too, but more like it was it was a lot more hit and miss. So I would see like just a few episodes of a year out of the season, not the full thing. But what made but, me stop was there was always uh, there was a lot more episodes of Homer and Marge breaking up and getting back together. Mm. <clears throat> and then it was either that or the Simpsons go somewhere that they've never been before. They go to Canada. They go to Brazil. They go to France. It's like, I don't care. You know, actually, one of the last things Simpsons that I remember watching, I believe, was the movie. Well, I watch the Halloween special every year. I used to. I always make it a point to watch the Treehouse of Horror. But yeah, I mean, I recently. Well, I'm glad that stuff. Derek knows this show because poor Derek. It's like the last <laughs> we did the Gary Shandling show. Which Derek, uh, you guys never even heard of. Never even heard of. And then we did an episode of Which is More Gooder about Star Trek. And Derek was not a Star Trek fan, so he had no idea what was going on there either. Well, I'm kind of back in this role because I've never (laughs) seen the Darjeeling Limited, which apparently this movie is based on. I have never seen. I'm not a. This episode is modeled after Wes Anderson films. I'm not a Wes Anderson fan. I missed a lot of the references that were being made. I so think now I'm in the I'm in the dark. Well, uh, I, I think the only Wes Anderson thing that was really Wes Anderson was the whole flashback when they go to comic book guys. You know, well, we'll talk about we'll, get there. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get. It opens with comic book guy and his wife. God, what's her Kamiko. name? Kamiko. I just yeah. watched the episode like 20 minutes ago. Kind of Hands up if you knew he had a wife. <laughs> I I, no, no, no. I didn't. So I was going to ask you guys if you knew that, when that happened. It, 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 uh, this might come across bad, but uh, if you've been to enough comic book conventions, who, uh, hands up who knows uh, who's surprised comic book guy's wife is Asian. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's, yeah. she is Asian. So apparently... She was originally voiced by an American actress. Fallout came about. The Napu uh, got canceled, yeah. So this was the first episode where she was voiced by a Japanese lady. She's a Japanese-American lady, born born in 97. I I looked. I looked her up because I I was wondering if it was like. Because Mark is also into Asians. No, <laughs> comic books and Asians. Yep, that's me. You got me. In a, that's the only two things I ever think about. No, just kidding. No, but uh, I did. I I wanted to know who the voice actress was in case it was like. Uh, I wondered if it was someone that I'd seen on screen, right? Like you know. Uh, so turns out, no, she's a voice actress. Uh, works a lot, so she's very good, obviously. But yeah, she's a Japanese American from I think from Vegas or something like that. So. And it opens where they're having breakfast. She's having a scone, and he is having a Voltron breakfast burrito, where yeah. it's five burritos formed into one giant burrito. It's the oh, yes. burrito sword, yeah. The Voltron. When we, we pan into their bedroom, and we see a statue of the Silver Surfer, and they're wearing Iron Man pajamas. Mm-hmm. And while they're having breakfast, you see this picture... Apparently, they were married by Stan Lee. Yeah. You see that picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they can use all, because Marvel is part of Disney Plus, too. So I'm I'll, guessing that's why they can use all these characters. I'll, I'll, I'll correct you on this one, because I did go back. When I got Disney Plus, I went back and I started watching a bunch of the old Simpsons episodes that I never saw. Um, 
one of them was uh, Bart sees. So there's a movie series called The Vindicators. Which, okay. <laughs> Very easy. And it's the last, it's the whole big cinematic universe that's leading to this one movie called The Crystal Wars. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's part one, and part two is coming out in a year, and he gets. Through some chicanery, he gets to view part two a year early, and he's the spoiler. So that's sort of their version of um, the, uh, Avengers. the Avengers, uh, and that's the poster on, <clears throat> on, the, on the wall. Okay. So I, I can help with this. Uh, so, yeah, some of the material you see in there, for example, the purple-green uh, Hulk-looking figure... Technically, the movie rights are still with Universal, so they couldn't use that. That's why it's purple and not green. However, the Death Star, Star Destroyers, the Marvel, yeah, yeah the Marvel Cinematic references you see there, are definitely all permitted. Uh, this episode aired on January third, twenty twenty one. Fox was acquired by Disney in twenty nineteen, so you would see a, a dramatic shift after twenty nineteen in uh, in what the Simpsons were able to do with. Uh, Disney properties. So this episode, I think, came before, uh, you know, like the episode Derek referenced, I believe, was before 2019, if I'm not mistaken. That might Probably. be. Yeah. And so, if you, yeah, earlier episodes of The Simpsons before then, uh, they couldn't use Disney stuff. So it was always just knock off, knock off, knock off and, and make fun of them. They do that again in this one. Uh, they have Bat Guy instead of Batman. Now they, they take the DC properties and then they, they just kind of riff on them. Yeah. But they technically can get permission to use anything Marvel or Star Wars. So they're good to go, except for a few little things, like I said, like the Hulk. Uh, and so they're having breakfast. There's banging on the door because apparently they live above his comic book shop. There's banging on the door and it's the Simpsons. Comic book guy is just like, oh, it's last minute shoppers. Ignore them. Homer's beating on the door. It's like we were, they have a bunch of kids' birthday parties to go. The beginning of the episode is the tale of two different Saturdays or two different Sundays. Sundays. A married couple with no kids and then a married couple with kids. And the Simpsons, they got a bunch of kids' birthday parties to go to. They don't have any toys. And Homer (laughs) goes to (laughs) these paper, which don't exist anymore. These don't exist anymore. No. Where no. he pulls out, okay, auto trades for the girls, escorts for the boys. I love yeah. his line, though. Uh, you know, he's saying, kids are essentially adults, right? Like, <laughs> like kids just, are adults, right? Yeah. yeah. Last I heard about these types of newspaper stands, it, 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 they're not free anymore. What they do is that the not-for-profit papers will give them to homeless people to sell. And so that way... You're buying them from the homeless person. The per they're giving you're giving them money. They get to keep the money, and then you get the paper. Okay, but you're right. The but, free stand where you can just grab the papers and go. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I saw one was. Comic book guy and his wife. They go to this, I guess this Japanese temple, where it's just very serene. Yeah, and I, we cut to the Simpsons where they're at this party with a with a bouncy house. <laughs> and Homer's trying to get Bart out of the bouncy house. It's like we got five more parties to go to this weekend or this yeah. today. So they they mentioned Millhouse is having a puppy party, and we don't get to see the puppy party. 
We don't get to see Millhouse. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, they mentioned Millhouse, but no Millhouse. But I do like how I wasn't Homer really gets disappointed by that. To be honest, I, I like how Homer gets you know in classic Homer fashion. That is what I like about this episode. It doesn't start off as a Wes Anderson film. It starts. It's a Simpsons episode. Like it's yeah. Bart doing stupid stuff. Marge trying to corral him. It that part hasn't changed in thirty two seasons. You know, up until this point. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, we it, didn't get a stand. We didn't get a standard. No Kesuke. Yeah. Where it was, you know, the Simpsons and go through, yeah, it was, it opened up and it went right through to their window into their bedroom. So it wasn't a standard opening to the show. No, but I, I guess admit, because it's a comic book guy episode, right? So I will admit, I laughed at this episode. It was, I laughed several times at this episode and it was like, it was a nice return to the Simpsons for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, there was a, a lot of funny, you know, not laugh, you know, it wasn't, you know doubling over but i was just like yeah this is this is funny so yeah comic book guy and his wife marathon they go to this movie theater where they're watching this anime there's nobody else in the theater but them sunday afternoon matinee yeah yes and then we cut to marge and homer and they're at this i you know this Chuck E. cheese place marge is marge is like i haven't eaten all day and homer's like we're out of they're out of pizza but I scrapped this one together from garbage leftovers. <laughs> it was, it looked disgusting. And she ate it. She goes, cover me with your coat while I eat this. It was like, that was... I don't know if this was intentional, but that's actually a kind of a reference because they're in a kind of Chuck E. Cheese style restaurant. And Chuck E. Cheese for a long time has been accused of uh, Frankensteining their, their pizzas. Oh, oh I no way! I didn't know that. They'll take Ooh. yeah. The accusation is is that they will take pizza like half pizzas that are left over from previous parties and put them together to make new pizzas for another party later in the day. It's completely not true, but that wow. was a huge myth that was going over the internet for the longest time. So food recycling at its finest. Yeah, and there's pictures on the internet of people trying to prove that it's true that it's you know. Look, you look at one half of the pizza. So that was like the uh, that was the original pizza. That was the original Pizza Gate. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the one that had a hint of truth to it. Mar- Marge decides she needs adults. Like they, I think oh, we yeah, get so them on the car yeah, on the way home. home. And it's like I need adult. And they and they look back, and this kid goes, "You passed my street," and it's a kid that looks like Bart, but he's got tiger paint on his face. Tiger paint, but he's got like almost like those Burger King cardboard like crowns. Crown. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like Bart's hair, the spiky hair. I, I thought that was a fun gag. That you know, I mean, like they've been drawing him that way for thirty plus years, and it's the same as a spiky crown, you know, cardboard crown. I laughed at that. And Mar, I laughed. And Marge just turn around and get Bart, and Homer's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. This one seems okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was not bad, actually. <laughs> a little stuck up, but not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's thinking of trading up. Well, he's had the, was it the same 12-year-old for 30 years? So, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that yeah, is I one laughed. thing about this episode is or the, it, that showed me uh, revisiting it after so long is how, okay, they're, they full-on decided the kids are not going to grow up unless they do flash-forwards. And all they're going to do is just update them. So now 
like they're still kids, but now they're on their phones all the time or whatever. Which I, th- yeah. I thought was that was interesting. I'm like, okay, this is the way they're going with that. Cool. See, I laughed later on because as soon as they get home, they trick Flanders into babysitting. Yeah, yeah. And then the kids all run to the door, and it's Maggie, Lisa, Bart, and the and the kid. So they picked up Bart, but they didn't drop off the kid. He's he's now. I thought that was. I really thought that was funny. It was like he didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. But that was a really nice sight gag. Yeah, yeah. That and Flanders shows up with a salad. Homer goes, "We tricked you. You're babysitting. You're not." And he put. He put Maggie in the salad, and him and Marge just walked away. He says no money on the way out. Like, you you fell for a scam. You're babysitting. No money. And he leaves. <laughs> and you know Flanders is going to get that kid home anyway. So Homer's just dumping that kid on, on him, too. Yeah. You know, you know Flanders will do the right thing and drive him home, but that's it. Like, <laughs> they drive past Moe's. It's having trivia night. Marge is like, adults, pull over, which is odd because I know she doesn't like Mo. That's what I remember that from the series. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of one of my favorite lines. One of my favorite lines in Simpson history is Marge is talking to Mo and she goes, I'm sorry, Mo. I'm just too worried. I can't pretend to be nice to you. <laughs> that's right. Yes. I forget what episode it was, but yeah, that's one of my favorite lines yeah. in Simpsons. I always liked how he keeps calling her Midge. Yes. Hey Midge. Oh, day one. <laughs> hey, oh, man, <coughs> how do, how's that wife Midge doing there? <laughs> they walk in, Moe's doing trivia night, and Homer's like, Where are the regulars? And he's like, Ah, he's they're down there with the beer kegs. And <laughs> beer opens it up. And there's Barney. It's like, we need a drink. And he just kicks him back down the stairs and, and shoots some beer at him from the tap. Boy, rare, rare's the time when you're inside Moe's and you don't see Barney. Like, that's yeah. the... Yeah, that was that was rare. And then it's all filled with... Uh, like, I, I, uh, I happened to pause it because I was grabbing something to eat. And I saw a couple of the signs uh, for these teams. I don't know if you saw these. No. So... Um, uh, Pat, it was a Patty or Selma was at, at one of the tables and, uh, with a couple of older ladies and it was answers. They guessed like murder. She wrote. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple of guys in the back. I think it was Carl or Lenny from the, the power plant and some of his buddies. And it was ask body spray. <laughs> ask body spray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess question themed. Puns is the the thing to do when you go and you pick a team for trivia. I've never done a trivia night. I've never done one either. So, yeah, I well, well I tried to really go to a Star Wars because... one, but they looked at me and said, "No way, we want other people to play." Well, see, I remember back <laughs> in the day. This is back in the late nineties, early two thousands, which is long enough ago. But mm. they used to have these little machines, and there would be a trivia question on the TVs, and as soon as the question popped up, the timer started, and the quickest yep. one would win, and you'd. Not to get the right answer. It was only at the one place. And then place as time went by, the answers kept disappearing. So it disappeared. Yeah. Yes. Now I've I have played those in a bar, but it was it wasn't it was yeah it was a more informal trivia night. Like you weren't coming up with your own group names or whatever. Like it was all electronic, so you could be discreet. Like you're playing, you're looking around the 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 bar, like who the fuck got that answer? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I don't know the gross natural uh, national product of Guam. What the hell? Who does? Yeah. You know, 
So a uh, comic book guy and his wife, they're at a table by themselves. I thought it was odd that, like you said, Selma was there. And Mar there's no interaction between Selma and yeah, Mar yeah. sisters. I thought that was odd. If they walked over and Selma said something to insult Homer and they walked away. But no, they go... So now it's Homer and Marge and Comic Book Guy and Kamiko. What's her name? And the first question is about hockey. And Comic Book Guy is like, ooh, sports. It's the lowest form of trivia or something. Yes, yeah, the, like the bottom drawer of trivia, you know, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and Homer. And Homer. <laughs> he screws the answer. I didn't know Homer was such a hockey fan, but he knows it's not surprising. He knows all the bruisers, though. He like that. That is yeah. a who's who of all the of who throws yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Goon, yeah, yeah. The, that's your Mount Rushmore of Goon Town there. So, and then I love <laughs> my favorite. All right, our next topic here: 20th century vacuums. And Marge is like, "Give me the pen," you know. Just like, give me the pen. 20th century vacuums, like. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Food was it food restaurant mascots or something like that? Like, like they're feeding like it's right up Homer and Marge's alley, eh? Like they're just destroying everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's where they wrote the questions themselves. It's hilarious. It will, and then there was like which prog rock group from had a hit with Lucky Man in 1970? Emerson, <laughs> Lake, and Paul. I knew that one. I did know that one. I didn't know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess they're of well, they're of a certain age, right? So they they made they are, and they were a pretty successful band, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm not the music guy, right? So I was kind of surprised there weren't any like Avengers or Star Wars questions, like some deep cuts that comic book guy would get, or or you know I mean, or or now I don't know know uh, Kimiko's character, like what you know, is she just a stock Japanese lady? I'm guessing that she's an anime. And I guess she's a geek too. She's you know she's a hot geek, a sexy geek. Yeah, admittedly, yes. Like he's definitely you know kicking outside his coverage there, comic book guy. So well done. Right, and, there, <laughs> and there's a reference to that later. And then so after so trivia, they win. Night, yeah. Well, they win, and the name of their group is Hand Hand Shot First. Yeah. So they're yeah. The Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And and Mo is like, I don't know what does it is, is that dirty? <laughs> dirty yeah, 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 yeah. It's from Star never Wars. Heard, never I've heard never heard of, heard of it. Is it dirty? <laughs> is it dirty? <laughs> uh, never mind. Who cares? You win. <laughs> Here's your trophy. All right, all right, weirdos. Want to welcome you dogs to trivia night. Now shut your nerd faces for the first question. List the four players with the most fighting penalties in NHL history. Oh, sports, the very lowest genus of trivium. Let's see, Ty Domi, Dave Tiger Williams, Dave the Hammer Schultz, and of course, Stu the Grim Reaper Grimson. Duh. <gasps> All right, next category, 20th century vacuum cleaners. Just give me the pencil. The mascot for this Boston-based... Cuppy, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup. This English prog rock supergroup scored a hit with 1970s Lucky Man. Emerson. Lake. And Palmer. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. And the winning team is Han shot first. What does that mean? Is that dirty? It's from Star Wars. I never heard of it. Is, is, is it dirty? Who cares? Who cares? Here's your trophy. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then they're out to dinner. And then, the you know, little little fat shaming. That hasn't changed in 32 years. Yeah, so. that's the one thing that hasn't changed in 32 years. It's one thing I... Always grossed me out about The Simpsons is whenever they eat, you can hear it. 
Even back in the earlier episodes, I was like, it's always the guys. Like it's it's Homer and no, and sometimes it's the family too. Marge will get in on it. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, uh, sometimes the sometimes it's Marge and Lisa too. And uh, just, uh, yeah, but they go to this a Japanese place to eat. Ramen Coma is the name of the restaurant. Ah. Ramen Coma. Yeah, <laughs> so they're eating ramen noodles. Yeah. <laughs> And comic book, bo- comic book guy goes t- to fat guys with hot wives. And then they start eating. And the food starts splashing on the women. And Marge goes, here, have a poncho. And Amico goes, right. do you have any more fat husband tips? Oh, yeah, come on over. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, like, that's the thing, eh? the fat shaming in this. I, I thought, you know, 2021, we'd be done with that. But I guess... If they don't do that, I guess they got no jokes left to write, or I guess, I suppose they can because what are the fat guys going to do? Run them down and do something about it? I mean, hey, yeah. he says as a fact. Cut to the we cut to the house where Amika has come over, and Marge is showing her the <laughs> reinforced couch. Yeah. Uh, so now that that was really cool. How how have they had the same couch for thirty years? There you go. It's steel reinforced. <laughs> yeah. That was some and good. And Amika good. goes, I've lost several couches to chubby hubby syndrome or something like, something like that. Yeah. Subby, yeah, chubby chubby hubby sag. Yeah, that's hilarious. I, I kind of was like, actually, go ahead, March, tell me more. Like the steel reinforced they get. Okay, yeah. What else you got? You know, like I was kind of hoping for at least two more. I wanted kind of a rule of three on that one. See what else Marge has up her sleeve. So the baby starts crying. Mm-hmm. Right. The baby monitor goes off. Marge asks Marge goes, Can you uh, can you go to get it, can yeah. you sit with her until I warm her bottle? She goes, I don't know anything about babies except dressing like one. <laughs> yeah. And then Amika starts talking into the monitor. And I don't know if it was she's just like, stop crying. You are loved. I don't know if that is like uh, Japanese are are known for not being affectionate people. Yeah, I think that is a kind of a stereotype of of like a withholding parent. Type right, thing. yeah, yeah. That's what, I, I, that's what I got from it. Yeah, I I I watched this other sitcom and has a Chinese uh, American lady in it, and the the punchlines are about her how her mom expresses love differently, like sending her useful kitchen appliances and stuff like that. Like that's how she says, you know, I love you in Chinese. Mom is sending her an Instapot. You know, that's from this other show. So I think it's kind of I think you picked up on that that it's kind of a yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> Giving her a day uh, off of piano lessons. At least they didn't do any math jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maggie's crying because she's lost her doll. She puts the doll back into the crib. Maggie starts laughing. Maggie wants to be picked up. She picks her up. Starts singing a Japanese love song to Maggie. Yeah, maybe a lullaby. Who knows, yeah. A lullaby. Marge walks in with a bottle, and she's like, oh, she really likes you. And then, and I thought this was a funny line. She gives the she gives Maggie back to Marge. It's like, I just remembered I forgot to tell my husband something. And they cut to the apartment, and she just kicks the door in. Like, put a baby in me. <laughs> she, she broke her own sec- locks, you know, to get yeah. kicking the door down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought what we were going to get was a full-on musical number because the the way when when uh, Kamiko was holding Maggie, 
and spinning around and then these these cherry blossom flowers were kind of everywhere and i thought we were going to go into some sort of anime like video of some sort and and maggie was going to turn into but no we don't have time for that we have a wes anderson thing to rip so let's get to it now we have i guess sort of the a plot now is is comic book guy and and his wife debating on whether about the movie yeah whether or not to have kids so. And she tries to seduce him. He's resisting, and she's trying yeah. to seduce him by dressing up as the sexy gremlin from Gremlins Two. <laughs> she goes, "I, I know, I know your weakness," and he's like, "Oh no, the sexy <laughs> gremlin from Grem from the underrated yet still terrible Gremlins 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they could have picked a low hanging fruit and done the Princess Leia gold bikini, but no, they they went a different way, and I respect him for that. It's quite the pull, I'll give them that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sad that that's his ultimate sexual fantasy. Absolutely. <laughs> Even as a comic book guy myself, I'm like, dude, like, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he takes a picture of her in that outfit, and he goes, yeah. banked, and he runs into the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, he's going to go jerk off. Yeah, he's, that's yeah. a little risque for The Simpsons, doesn't it? <laughs> but luckily, they pull out of it. Sorry, no pun intended. But they, then they do a back-to-back shot of them on each side of the oh, door, yeah, just stre- yeah. just stressing about the situation. I want kids. I don't want kids. Yeah. Yeah. So no, she I, goes, "I want I, a baby," and him acting like a baby goes, "I don't want to have a baby." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Admittedly, I felt the I thought the exact same thing as you guys. Like, any red-blooded dude is just like, "Oh, that's what he's got." No, okay, no, he's not. Okay, okay, I was surprised that he's not. Yeah. Yes. Then we cut to Marge and Homer in bed, and she's strolling through. It's not Instagram, Instagram off brand, or whatever. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Off brand Instagram, yeah. It's, it's Kamika. I've been saying Amika, so it's Kamika. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so Marge goes, Kamika's baby fever has gotten out of control. It started with a smiley face, and now it's like life without a baby is death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Homer goes off on this rant about you know Thinking being single. The floor thinks, thinks, thinks being thinks being married with no kids is better just because it is. Waking up whenever you want, you can have sex anywhere you want. Kamiko's baby fever is out of control. Look at all these comments she left. It goes really quick from smiley face to without a baby, all is horror. Mm. Well, I think comic book guys should have kids. Oh, that's so sweet. Cause screw that jerk. Thinks his childless life is so great just because it is. Wakes up whenever he wants. Doesn't have to lug car seats onto the plane. He can store poison in the fridge so it's nice and cold. And don't get me started on their sex life. They can do it anywhere. Kitchen, floor, bathroom, floor on the microwave. Set that baby on popcorn. Pop, pop, pop. So we'll help them? Anything to destroy their paradise. Yeah. <laughs> so Homer agrees to help him just to mess up his life. Just to fuck with him, yeah. Because yeah. why should he be so happy? So this is where they so meet they, up at the cemetery showing the movies? Yes, the cemetery move, And I've never heard of that. I don't know if that's a thing or if it's just something for the... I know that I've, I know people have had outdoor movie screenings, yeah. but I've never heard of one in a cemetery. I mean, maybe on Halloween, but not for family night. 
Uh, okay, so sorry if we can back up just a half sec, if that's okay. I uh, I pulled I, yeah. I pulled up the the Insta Snap posts. If I can read some excerpts okay. from the baby fever, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kamika says I will become demon and eat her soul. This is a picture of Maggie riding uh, Santa's little helper. Uh, I want to liquefy her in blender and shoot her in my veins. I'm going to hug that baby until it becomes a diamond and wear it as a ring. <laughs> a ring that lets other babies know I'm taken. Every time I sniff that baby, my ovaries scream in logging. <laughs> I want to wear her soiled diaper as a hat. Without a baby, all is horror. <laughs> that, 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 that's kind of what I like. This is different than the Simpsons I used to watch, right? With streaming now, you can do this kind of stuff. They put in these little Easter eggs. You just hit pause. You can have a fun laugh reading everything that they wrote and said, you know, if you want to. And that's that's fun, actually. I like that. They didn't really have to do that because live oh, TV. Oh, they did. Oh, there's well, tons they, they, of little stuff back in the early days of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't so easy to get on live TV, no, no. right? You'd have, so you'd to, have, you'd, you'd have to you'd buy the DVD. Yeah, or tape it on VCR. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For those of you that know what a VCR is, mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have any younger viewers, younger <laughs> listeners. If you're listening to this, they know what a VCR is. All those millennials and and uh, Gen Zers who are really into Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, like one. There's one lonely kid. You know what? There's one lonely kid. If lonely kid, you're welcome. You're you're welcome with yeah, us. Don't welcome. worry about it. You can come hang with us, man. If you're really into Dan Aykroyd, Scott's your guy. The whole family shows up. So I guess the Simpsons are in it with Kamika trying yeah. to get comic book guy to change his mind. So basically, Homer and Marge dump the kids off with those two, and they leave. <laughs> and yeah. The mo- <laughs> and the movie they're watching is Forward to the Past, <laughs> which is obviously take on Back to the Future. Oh, they even got a Christopher Lloyd sound alike. Who did a great job, by the way. Uh, I, he, I watched, he sounded closer than he, uh, that guy did to Michael J. Fox. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's, I know there's guys out there that, I, like, you probably could have got a Frank Caliendo in to do a decent Michael J. Fox. But respect, you know what I mean? We're not going to pick on Michael J. Fox. So, yeah, at the, at the risk of sounding worse, though, I love, well, we're going, we don't need rivers. You know what I mean? Like it, Like that. Like he he was he's better than me, I tell you that. He was really good. Great Steve. <laughs> Is yes. it, I thought it was great. Was it great Steve? Yeah, it was great. Steve. says it later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Great Steve. <laughs> Bart and Lisa are on their phones, and Comical Guy takes their phones away and just says, watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, Marge and Homer <laughs> wander into the rich people's mausoleum. <laughs> Homer's like, do you want to see how the other people die? Yeah. <laughs> they she walk into the she is into it. <laughs> yes. There's like, smooth jazz playing. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first thing when I walk into a mausoleum, my first thing is I'm horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, You know what? Maybe if you've been married as long, once you're married as long as they are and, you know, have, have done it everywhere else that you think of, maybe this is doing it. Maybe that's what it is. It's just time and and lack of imagination like say someplace new you know <laughs> well, this is this is the couple that used to fuck underneath the or inside the windmill at the at the, the putt course 
the, uh, the major the golf. Yes. Yeah. Right. So they are freaks. They find freaky places to get down, and this is you know as freaky as uh, uh, freakier than that. You know what I mean? Like because like you said, that's not Here's not a turn question. on. Because they get locked in. Why does the mausoleum door lock? I don't know. <laughs> Are they really worried about zombies? Well, uh, grave robbers. Okay. Yeah. But then why does it lock from the inside? They locked from the outside. That's why they couldn't get out. No, they couldn't. No, they couldn't get out because it was locked. Well, it was, okay. But okay. But that doesn't stop grave robbers. Well, they'd have to get past the lock, at least. So, listen, I'm not an expert grave robber. I'm just saying that, that there's rich people <laughs> buried in robberist? there. The yeah, I'm not a grave robber. Someone who is adamant about grave robbing. Um, <laughs> as we're come to learn, that's how you define words. Just someone who's adamant at the same word. Yeah, know? yeah. specialty and yeah, phlebotomy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is that the rich people are buried there. They probably took some stuff with them. It, that would be the place to go if you're go- if you were so inclined. I would imagine. So the movie ends, comic book guy thinks that Bart and Lisa are going to rip it apart, and they really enjoyed the movie, and he starts crying, and he's like, what's this I'm feeling? And she's like, you're seeing the movie again through a child's eyes, and there's a seat where he cries, but the tear gets caught in his neck fat. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that. I missed that detail. That's, That's good. Yeah, and, and but yeah, considering that, but, it's like maybe we should have kids. And yes, she goes great. Let's get rid of these loner kids and go make a <laughs> Japanese American geek. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a mixed race. No, a mixed race dork or something yeah, like something that. like that. Nerd. Yeah, I know she says mixed race, mixed race yeah. nerd. Yeah. And yep. at this point, Marge and Homer know that they're locked in the mausoleum. It's like we're trapped in the mausoleum. With smooth jazz. <laughs> well, sexy time's over, so who needs the smooth jazz now? Like <laughs> Now they're feeling like so you should feel in a mausoleum. <laughs> right. So they're walking through. Bart. The whole family's walking through looking for Marge and Homer. Bart starts playing with Lisa. It's like, maybe they're zombies. Maybe they're zombies. And Lisa's like, stop it. And they walk by the mausoleum. And then they hear Homer, let us out, let us out. And Bart goes, great, Steve. (laughs) They are zombies. And Bart and Lisa run to comic book guy. And comic book like, what do they want? And she's like, they want emotional support. (laughs) And he talks like, like an action hero. Must give emotional support (laughs) kids. And he's just like ah, I'm out. And he runs away. He like climbs the wall out of the cemetery and he's yeah. on the wall. Yeah. And, uh, I've never seen him move that fast. <laughs> and all of a sudden there's a caretaker there to take Marge and Homer out of the mausoleum. Yeah, just a guy with keys. Here you go. <laughs> like <laughs> They run out and they hug and it's like, what happened? And he's like, your, your children wanted emotional support and it scared my husband away. And Marge has another great line. She goes, well, if I know your husband, and I don't, (laughs) I guess he'll be back. And she goes, no, he'll never be back. He's gone to a safe place. And once again, we have another fat guy joke, the chubby hubby tracker. Yeah. And we, we, we see this fat guy on a GPS. He's gone back to his childhood home. 
Again, moving incredibly fast. And which uh, a very nice home, very big home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we meet uh, the Dan's character. Dan is his dad. Dan is his dad. So Dan Aykroyd is comic book guy's dad. We don't know I've, it at the time. No, but I, I've got to say, if you hadn't told me that was Dan Aykroyd, it would have taken me a while to get there. He he's does put, cover it up at the beginning, yeah. He's doing a voice that, yeah, it, it would have taken a couple of scenes before I would have been like, I think that might be Dan Aykroyd, but I'd have the to look it up. The only reason I knew is because I knew he was in this episode, and it's yep. like we're almost done with the episode. So he's doing, it's gotta be him. yeah, he's doing his own kind of geeky voice that I've never really heard yep. before, or at least haven't heard. Maybe he did it back in the 70s on SNL or something, but... Uh, yeah, I. But he has a great opening line. It's he's like, "I'm back." He's like, "Your room is unchanged, and so are your sheets." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> then it's the next day. They're all on the couch. Homer and Marge are like consoling Kamika. So your husband ran away to his childhood home, leaving you alone, maybe forever. Also childless. Mm. I'm sure you're experiencing a lot of feelings right now. It's okay to let them out. <sighs> I hate you! You shameless womb tease! You're like a baby drug dealer! You give me a taste, and now I'm hooked! This is on you, too! You've crushed my only chance at happiness! You ate this cheeseburger goblin! <laughs> Make this right. Bring back my husband! It's like you're a you're a baby pusher. You give me you get yeah, like a drug dealer, right? She compares, yeah. I think, Marge to a drug dealer. Essentially, you give me a taste, and then I can't right. have more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she calls Homer a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger eating gorilla, and then they cut to him, and he's got two cheeseburgers. It's like <laughs> he's double fisted. This was a really mm-hmm. funny. Episode. I forgot. You know what? I, yeah. Maybe I just had Simpsons burnout. But watching this, there was a lot of funny stuff in this episode. I, yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, Eric's not impressed, but Mark and I are. I, I, I've seen a bunch of them. Um, like I said, I went back and I watched a bunch of them. We hit a good one. Let me just say that. Okay. Oh, some of them good. are not. Some uh, of them are not very good. Comic book buys guy has been cameoing forever, so it's really cool to kind of get his backstory and stuff. Uh, it's entertaining, at least, and yeah, and all the jokes they can make. It's like a kind of a fresh area that they can mine for jokes that they, as far as I know, haven't really done before. And then put it in this Wes Anderson style, ex, uh, eccentric uh, eccentric family drama, um, you know, peculiar picadillos for each family member. That seems to be his, his thing. Uh, I saw uh, Asteroid City was the, I think, the only Wes Anderson movie I've seen, or at least the last one in a long time. And I know the narrator was actually in that. So I think the narrator uh, is one of, like, he's an Anderson guy, you know? So Yeah. He's also a Christopher Guest guy. He was in Seinfeld. He actually had a a bit of an arc. Uh, He plays the TV agent that they're trying to schmooze and while he's trying to date Elaine, the TV executive or whatever. Well, anyway, Kamika tells Marge, fix this, you get my husband back. And boy, do they they skedaddle. And they Woo! go to comic book guy's house. And I just love the fact that he's never given a name. They're like, we're looking for somebody we call comic book guy. Dan's like, oh, yes, that's my son. He's in here somewhere. 
and, and, you and can they're call like, you me, are, and you can say, like, you can call me postage, postage stamp, stamp fellow. fellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You would think this would be the episode that we find out comic book guy's name. I'm, if, he does if have I have a name, by the way. Oh, he does. I don't know what it is, but I know he has a name. Really? I'm going to look yeah. that up. Canonically, he has a name. We didn't get it in this episode. Please continue. I'm going to Google here real quick. Marge goes up to comical guy's room. He's going through his comics. And she's like, maybe you should come home with us. And he's like, no, I'm just going to stay here with my comic books. And I believe at this point... The narrator takes we over. Get the, the narrator takes over. He tells us that, you know, the family, it was all single people. There was no love in the house. His dad, Dan, collected stamps. They all had, they all collected something. They all put their time and energy into something besides love. Well, it was specifically collections, right? They, he comes from a family yes. of collectors. And so yeah. his household was all collectors. So while they did this, he turned to baseball. So comic book guy was an athlete. A jock, if out. you will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there's a picture of him and his baseball team. And he's got a very sad face. And then we find out he was on a baseball team. He, he, his hero was Sandy Koufax. So I thought that was a nice choice. It, Sandy Koufax is a baseball legend. But he, you know, in 2021, when this came out, not a lot of people are going to know who he was. No, no. Um, you go with maybe Randy Johnson at that time. Somebody who's been retired. Nolan Ryan. Uh, yeah. Nolan Ryan. To be honest, uh, no, you know, no offense to any baseball fans. I don't follow it, but even I've heard that name. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. they were also going for something like a Mickey Mantle style, but he's a left-hander, so yeah. So comical guy gets to pitch in a game. His dad's not there. Since his dad is not there, he can't concentrate, and he blows the game for his for his team. And his team pick him up on his shoulders like you do, and they pull him over, and they dump him in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then at that exact same moment, unsold comic books, and they just dumped all these comic books on his head. No, but I love what it says. The dump truck purposely has a sign on it, which a dump truck wouldn't, that says uh, comic book rejections, origin stories only, or something like that. Like, it's just, it, it literally is, here's all the type of issues that are in this dumpster. It's all origin stories. <laughs> just as if to punctuate, like, any further, you just... Dump a full of origin stories because this is his origin story. I thought that was funny. Well, the thing is, throughout this episode, the Simpsons are making fun of all the stuff that's happening with Disney now, which I think is weird. It's, it's like, you know, the, you know, they're making fun of poor storytelling. Like all the stuff that's happening with Disney and Marvel and DC movies right now, the Simpsons are making fun of. And if they're making yeah. fun of poor storytelling, pot kettle. All right. Yeah, it's true. 35 seasons, not all of them are bangers. Yeah. I saw season 19, okay? Just to, just to throw that in. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> just a joke. That's <laughs> nah, true. <laughs> so Marge confronts postage stamp fellow, why weren't you at the baseball game? And he said, because I bought him that. Why weren't you there for your son when he needed you? This is not a family to rummage through the past. Emotionally. You tell me why you didn't go to your son's baseball game, or I'll lick it. My inverted Dendermon? You wouldn't dare. 
all right, all right, I'll tell you. I was buying him that. <gasps> go ahead, tell him. I didn't go to your game because I was afraid if you lost, I wouldn't know how to comfort you. So I supported you the only way I knew how. I purchased you a collectible, which I never had the heart to give you until now. <gasps> Sandy Kovacs, the left arm of God. Son, perhaps we should do something we've never done. Have a catch? I think I would like that. Ow! 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 Everyone, my son and I are having a catch. So we get a, we get a nice scene between comic book guy and his dad and Marge. Apparently, postage stamp fellow didn't go to the game because he thought, well, if you failed, I wouldn't know how to comfort you. So I bought you this. And he bought him an autographed baseball of Sandy Koufax. Did you see what it said on the ball? It, I didn't. I know your, that something was written. Your screwball pitch is better than mine, Sandy Koufax. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he wrote that on a, on a ball for a kid. Sure, why not? You know. <laughs> and then we get a field of dreams. It's like you want to have a catch. So they play catch with the ball, but they leave it in the container. So yeah. it's just like, ow. Ow. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> and I'm here going, absolutely. You don't take that thing out of the case. Well, you don't play catch no. with that ball. <laughs> I know, but no. they, this is the only ball they have. <laughs> but you're right. A ball of dirt would have been better, you know, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Get a ball of crickets, bash them together, and just. And then Comic Book Guy goes home. He's going to impregnate his wife. He dresses up as a. Squirrel from Beaver. The Lion, Mr. Witch Mr. Beaver from uh, Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. That's her ultimate fantasy. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, holy smokes! Uh, written Maybe by. It's okay if these two don't have a child. Written by C.S. Lewis, a, notice, a professor. I'm oh, sorry. I did notice that in the background there was a Krusty the Clown in Carbonite. <laughs> I missed that uh, one. That's great. I tell you what, that that would have been a crusty knockoff that he was trying to capitalize on on popular and, and comic book guy got one of one because uh, something tells me he wasn't able to unload anymore. So <laughs> he's probably out there um, looking for the sideshow Bob one to complete his set. You know. <laughs> then the episode ends with a song. I don't know the artist. Is I get is it a Wes Anderson artist? I don't know. It, it, I think it was just sort of a Wes Anderson film ending. Well, the, so the episode ends with pictures of Homer, Marge, Bart, and Lisa surrounded by the stuff that they love. And I'm guessing that's a Wes Anderson thing, but I don't know. So I don't know. It had a whole bunch of like, um, like Lisa's when she became Little Miss Springfield and her thing and her crown and scepter got uh, struck by lightning. That's there. Like a Malibu Stacy doll and like a science book. Then it comes down to Maggie, and it's just the it's just the soother. Well, Marge had a picture of Ringo Starr, and I remember yeah, that episode. She painted where, yeah. where she painted it. So it was it was nice callbacks to you know previous yeah. episodes. And that, that yeah, kind of American Gothic kind of. Um, oh, what's that artist's name who does like you know the he has the painting of the the couple with the the one guy's got the pitchfork and. The house in the back and That's the American white. That Goth. is American, Amer American. Yeah, it's kind of American, Gothic, American Gothic style, right? Like very, they're because kind of blank. They're not smiling. 
they're almost basically posing for passport photos, if you will. It's always odd when you see the Simpsons straightforward because their nose is just a circle. In mm-hmm. front. It's it's really odd when you see them. And it wasn't done. The flashback scenes were done in a different type of animation. Than yeah. The, and I'm sure that was there was a reason for that. And once again, that might have. Wes Anderson, whatever. Like I said, I'm not a I'm Wes sure Anderson fan. I haven't yeah, I think, I think I'm, I'm I've not only seen sure. Rushmore. I think that might be the only movie of his that I've seen. I think the only one so I've seen I'm, is the I'm not up on him. I can't I can't comment on anything of that of, of Wes Anderson. Yeah, R- Royal Tannenbaums, Bombs. I I think I saw that ages ago and was like, uh, this this guy's not for me. I saw and that then, in theaters and I was thoroughly confused as to what yeah. the fuck I was watching. I didn't get it at all. But I did see Asteroids, like I said, and I, I did kind of enjoy it. Maybe it's just me being older now. I can enjoy that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, and this that was style, it. I, don't, I didn't recognize the animation style. So I didn't I, recognize it, but that's the episode. Yeah. And like I said, I haven't seen Simpsons in years, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I got to say, I was hoping for a bit more Dan Aykroyd, but the way he was used, though, was perfect, right? To play the elder uh, Jeff Albertson, by the way, according to there you the, go. So, Mr. Albertson, oh, that's comic or, book guy? yeah, yeah. So, Albertson Sr., uh, Dan played by Dan Aykroyd. I thought uh, again, this voice did not recognize it as Dan's. Like, I, I, I could hear it once because you I hear knew, it once you realized what it was. You, yeah. yeah, I was like, once okay, because I was him, waiting for him. Yeah, I was waiting for him, waiting for him, and then I was like, oh, no, okay, I think that's him, but it wasn't just him him you know what's well, that, what's I, that, that was Lisa the process quote? of elimination it's like there's only five minutes left in the episode it's yeah. gotta be him <laughs> it's gotta be the dad yeah 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 what's that lisa quote it's like uh, oh the all the cameos you they didn't use their real names but you knew it was them <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah th- yeah this one's good there's better ones well, i guess if you're, Derek if you're, if you're the, coming yeah, back to you, the to the simpsons yeah, I guess you've seen it a lot more than me and Mark. I've seen more of the later ones. There's one I know Mark, well, you guys are both comic book fans. You'll really like it. Just look up Angry Dad. Or it's I Am Furious Yellow or something like that. Homer Becomes the Hulk. Ooh. Sort of. That sounds uh, sort of. Think Marks, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, I got to go, guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Join us next time when we review the the Simpsons episode. I'm Furious Yellow. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> All right, um, that's it. Yes, it was a good episode. It was. If you go back and visit one episode, I guess this could be the one. I got a lot of laughs out of it. I got a lot of nostalgia out of it. There was some callbacks to earlier episodes. Looking at all, if the you know Wes Anderson, you probably get more out of it. I'm, I'm a I'm a superhero guy, so seeing all the uh, you know sure. the stuff in his house. Me too. Yeah, I loved it. Like, how, how do you expect a, a child to play in this room? I'm literally sitting in a room that's, you know, just not like as, imp- <laughs> just like that room, not as impressive as his, though. His collection is stellar, but I mean. <laughs> All right, guy, uh, promote your podcast. Oh, we got two. We have the film studies uh, coming up and starting season 13. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're starting that off probably with ISS. Uh, I'm going to go see that next week, so. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, so it looks pretty we- good. We are Canadian Movie Crew. That's our uh, our name. So you can Google us there. Find us on all of your uh, podcatcher or most of your podcatchers anyway. Yep. Um, yeah. Stitcher, uh, Spotify. Speaking of the Hulk, we're going to be doing the Hulk is one of our newest episodes. Actually, no, we're doing Ang Lee's Ang Lee's Hulk. Hulk. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, so. as soon as we're done recording that, that's what we're, this that's what we're going to do is that. So yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, do check us out. We're on Twitter. We're uh, or sorry, we're on X. No, we're not. Uh, we we used to be on X. <laughs> we used to be on X. I believe we still have a Gmail account. Yes, I think so. Can you move to Gmail dot com? Yep. Yeah. So give us a like on on any of your favorite podcatchers. And Scott, thank you so much. This is a lot of yes. fun. Definitely check these guys out, Canadian Movie Crew. I've been on several of their podcasts. It's really really fun. And now that I know that you're doing Ang Lee's Hulk, uh, I'm definitely going to listen to that when it comes out. And that was we, gonna be fun, and I we've had a lot of fun doing uh, some some other podcasts with you. Uh, the Charles Bronson stuff, love the Death Wish ones we do. Uh, I just recently re-listened to the one that you and I did, Scott. It was Death Wish Four. Oh, that was like a marathon one. That was the, like two hours long. I know, but the ending of that movie still haunts me to this day. Okay, like, <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I won't, I won't start. Just go back listen to the episode. You'll you'll know what I mean. Holy smokes! Okay, Whew, I gotta calm calming down. I've got to go to my happy zone. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. And thank you. <laughs> and thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you here next time on the Dan Ackery Podcast. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash Scott White and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Ackroyd Podcast. If I know him... And I don't. I'm sure I'll be back. No, he has run to a place where there is no hope. I have returned forever. Your room is unchanged, as are your sheets. has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast. The trail.